0: What's up, Bayfika Nation? This is the Mr. Mike Agostino here with you for a new Sort of spin-off, if you will. This is a new little side project I've decided to start, and I think everyone will enjoy this. This is the debut, the premiere of my new concept. All right, uh f- focusing on the Portuguese third division. Yeah, that's right. The Portuguese third division, I'm calling it Liga Três. In English, that's you know the third league in English, uh, Liga In English. This is uh, my latest idea that I think would be a good compliment to the Mr. Benfica podcast. You may ask why, what does this have to do with Benfica? Well, we are all Benfiquistas, of course, but those of us that at least are of Portuguese descent also have hometown teams. And I thought, why not give some of these small town teams a little bit of love, a little bit of a spotlight here in Benfica Nation, because, again, we are Benficistas, but we all have a hometown, um, especially those of us that are of Portuguese descent. But if you're not, hey, pick a team, and why don't you follow them? I'm going to do a quick rundown each week. I mean, this is quick. This is not going to be a long podcast. This will not be anything um like Mr. Benfica. This is just a little side thing going on right here that, I, that came to mind after the success of, of the Liga 3, the the Liga 3 teams in the last round of the Portuguese Cup, highlighted by Verzin knocking out Sporting and, of course, Mike Kaldas, taking on my Befica and your Befica and taking them all the way to penalties. And I've been following this league since its inception, and I thought, why not uh, share the love a little bit? Why not share uh, the results each week? Give you a little bit of insight. Just a little bit of news when it pops up and let you know what players to look for, maybe, as uh, we push our way through the season. And, you know, these guys are going to show up in the first and second division at some point. There's a lot of players in this league. This league, for me, okay, is maybe the best thing the Portuguese Federation has done in the last 20 years, okay? they, they We have seen, you know, this level of football really suffer. For a long time, until the creation of this Liga 3, or the Liga 3, as a, as it's called. Um, before this, we had the the CNS, the Campionato Nacional, the National Amateur Championship, if you will. It still exists. It's now the fourth division. But there was a huge, huge gap from the CNS to the second division. And there was a wide, wide range of talent levels in that division. 96 teams playing for two spots to go up to the second division. So the Federation came up with a better idea. This is much more like the old uh, second division B that we had in the nineties and eighties. But I think this, I think they have finally got this, on the right track and it's not a perfect league yet uh when we get to the later stages and we get to the promotion and relegation playoffs um i think uh i will be forced then to talk about some of the flaws with the setup but at this stage in the first stage i think this is a phenomenal competition and like i said these teams are doing well they have closed the gap between you know the the third level and the first and second level for sure. Now every year as since the founding of this league, um, routinely knocking out higher division teams in the Portuguese Cup. I think, again, this is great for the small towns. This is great for the clubs that needed more competitive matches. They've got it now here in the Liga 3. So that's why I'm doing this. So let's get right into it. This was round six, so this debut episode will take place um, in round six, and we'll go down the fixture list here in round six. All right, the fixtures began on Friday, October the 21st for round six. It was at the historic Gestil uh, in, in Lisbon, in belém to be exact. Of course, the historic club, the one-time champions of Portugal, Clube de Futebol Uxbulenenses, not sad, Clube de Futebol Uxbulenenses, taking on Sparthing B at the hastilu and um, this one uh, took place Friday, like I said, and it would be the Baby Lions coming in, Sparthing B leaving the Heshtilu with a win 1-0, moving them up the table and pulling Ush out of first place. Um, Rodrigo Ribeiro had the goal for the Little Lions and Sporting B start the round off with a win on Saturday, October, the 22nd, Canelis to Felgedes two. this one took place um, at Felgedes, of course, a well-publicized club. A lot of people know about this club, a very controversial club, no doubt about it, uh, but this one, again. This club is trying to clean up its image as well. Taking on Phil in 1932, a Phil Gators that uh, people my age or older will remember from the First Division in the 1990s. This is another reason I wanted to talk about this league because there's so many clubs here that we used to see in the First Division. So many historic clubs here in the Liga 3. Um, Vitor Bastus of... Of Canelis would be sent off for a straight red card in the seventh minute. Uh, Those, you know, the detractors of Canelis, myself included, would say not that is par for the course for Canelis. Remember, this is the team that when they were in the amateur levels and the district levels of Porto after they were founded. Of course, it's in the team name Canelis 2010, the official name of the club Canelis FC 2010. uh, Were founded in 2010, and when in those first years they featured. Featured Porto's current, uh, whatever you want to call the leader of their their supporters groups, the leaders of their clock, uh, Fernando Madureira, better known as Macaco. He played for this club in its first years. And early on in the existence of this club, they, they had a lot of opponents refuse to play them because of the violent conduct that this club was accused of. And, and there's video evidence that they were, in fact, guilty of um, winning a lot of forfeit victories early on in their existence, too, which helped them up the... Portuguese football pyramid quicker than maybe maybe you would expect. But Vitor was sent off in the 7th minute. In the 40th minute, Felgueiras would draw first blood, pun intended, but it would be from the penalty spot. It would be Welton from the penalty spot in the 40th minute. And they go into halftime 1-0 to Felgedisch. Second half, Zezinho would get Canelis level in the 47th. Before Welton would strike again in the 51st, 2-1. But in the 75th, the penalty would be returned to Canelis. And Mohamed Torre would step up, convert the penalty. This one finishes 2-2 Canelis and Felgedisch. Alverca taking on uh, moncar uh, in Alverca, in Ribatejo. And again, Alverca, another team. Once upon a time, we remember them in the first division with such great players as Deku Magico Deku and Pedro Montores playing for this Alverca team, trying to fight their way back up the pyramid as well. Uh, They host Amon Carpacense, and they get a goal in the 68th minute from Ricardo Rodrigues, and then in the 90th plus two, Ruben Pina would make it 2-0. Alverca take three points at home in this one. Paredes hosting Anadia. Anadia trying to rebound after a 6-0 defeat to Porto in in the Portuguese Cup, traveling Short distance to Parij. And this one would go to the visitors. Uh, They would get on the board first. Simon Fernandes scoring in the 44th minute for Anadia. They go into halftime that way. But then in the 54th, Madureira levels for Parij before uh, Papayele would win this one in the 59th. Or he'd get the winner in the 59th, rather, for Anadia and the Avedo district side. Will advance, not advance. Excuse me. Will pick up the three points. We are not talking cup football here today. Uh, So, speaking of cup football, though, a team still in the Portuguese Cup, São João Ver, taking on Vitória Guimarães B, and São João Ver victorious over the over the B side of you know Portugal's arguably fifth club. Saint-Jean Vid would finish this match, w- would win this match, I should say, in spite of playing with 10 men for 45 minutes um, just before the just before the halftime interval. Jason uh, Babambula of uh, Victoria Guimarães B would convert a penalty kick to send the teams to halftime with a one nil lead to the visitors. But Leo Ka would would level in the first minute of the second half before a tumble. Monteiro would make it two-one to Saint Jeanvert, and then in the 76th minute, B's Karil Zinovich would see a straight red card as well. Um, at least I believe it's a straight red card. It could be an accumulation. Not sure if FUTMobs, uh, you know, uh, stats here are uh, as in depth as as I may be assuming. But either anyway, this match finished ten aside. It's São João Verde with the three points. Vila Verde, so long. Vila Verde, as they're known these days, hosting São João in Vila Verde, and it was nil-nil, and that one a point to each. Another historic club, multiple-time Portuguese Cup winners, one-time runner-up, Vitoria Stubal, one-time Portuguese First Division runner-up, I should say, Vitoria Stubal, the Sandinj hosting Oliveira do Pital, who made the trip from the Coimbra district to Stubal. And at the Bonfi, it would be the Sardinus with a big 5-1 to one victory at home in this one. Much needed three points for Vitoria Stubal. Their goals in this one came uh, from two from Zaquina, two from Varela, and one from Cicada, um, while David Santuj would would turn an own goal into his own into his own goal, obviously. In the fourth minute, actually got getting Oliveira Duashpital uh, on the score sheet first and in the lead for the first half hour or so before a Zekinha penalty in the thirty-sixth minute leveled and it was all Downhill from there was all Victoria Stubal from there. We move to Sunday's matches. We stay in in the in the Margin Sul, if you will. We stay just south of Lisbon in Amora as Amora hosts Unión de Leiria. And this one would finish 2-1 to to Amora. Uh, another penalty in this one in the ninth minute. Paulo Marcelo would would open the score sheet. Uh, 1-0 on that one. Uh, on that penalty kick, I should say, to Amora before Khalifu Balde doubles it and makes it 2-0. In the second half, we see more red cards. So a double yellow card for Felipe Almeida of Union Leiria in the 46. Looks like he took a yellow and a red in the same play. Not, mm, I'd love to see what happened there. Uh, Gonzalo Gregorio, six minutes later, would, would see a red of his own. Union Leiria down to nine men. That said, they would fight back, and in the 90th plus four, Jair Silva would cut the deficit in half, but that's as close as the Leiria side would get. It finishes Amora 2, Unión Leiria 1. Real Massama and Fontines postponed. Next, we go to Coimbra to another historic club, another former Portuguese Cup, two-time Portuguese Cup winners. I'm talking, of course, about the historic Académica Coimbra. They host my Caldas Sport Club, fresh off of their, their... memorable night taking Benfica to penalties and one of the coolest gestures I have seen and I'm not saying this because this is my hometown club I'm saying this because this was cool and if you don't know and in the next Mr. Benfica episode which I'm planning to record on Tuesday I'll talk about this Uh, Sergio Conceição among others throwing shade at college's Diogo Clement uh, digging into Diogo's social media a little bit I guess and finding pictures of him uh, that confirmed that he's a big FICA supporter, like us, and um, tried to claim that the man missed his penalty on purpose. Ridiculous, ridiculous, uh, unprofessional, and just downright wrong behavior from so many at the rival clubs. But the College K- Sport Club responds this week in Coimbra all Players in a caldas uniform wearing the name Clement across their back. That's right. It was eleven Clements in the field to take on Academica. And the eleven Clements responded. They show their teammates' support. They show their city love. And uh what an afternoon for Caldas Sport Club. Uh, it would start with João Silva, the left wing back, would would score in the 35th minute to put the Alvinegros ahead. Going into halftime, um, again a penalty would would be called here in the 47th. Academica would have David Telsh stepping up to convert the penalty. He beats Luis Lopsch and it's one-one. But it, it didn't take long from there, as in the 55th, it would be Tarzan himself, Juan Rod- Tarzan Rodriguez, would score and make it two to one to to Kaldish. And, it w- and they would not look back in the 79th. It would be 3-1 in a goal that was assisted by Tarzan and finished by Enrique. Enrique, that was in the 79th minute. 3-1 to College at that point, but they were not done yet. Tuga would make it 4-1 in the 90th, plus 7. And College take all three points home from the Municipal Stadium in Coimbra. College go top of the table. In the south section, and a big win for them, and it's the first ever, first ever victory for Caldas at Academica. This this was a historic day. Uh, busloads of fans made the trip from Caldas de Reina to to uh, Quimbra. Academica also with their Mancha Negra there, with their uh, their supporters group, and uh, a good crowd on hand that day for this Liga Three matchup. Closing out the round six of the Liga 3, we go back up north. We go to the City of the Bishops. We go to Braga to the de Mayu Stadium. And Braga B hosting FAF. And it would be the visitors late. Another penalty, another red card in this one, by the way. 21st minute, sirdar Cerd- Sachi would be sent off for Braga B. While, as we said, in the 90th plus one, it would be Pedro Matus stepping up for Faf. He would convert. Faf take all three points from this one late in stoppage time. Let's look at the table now. We'll start in the zona A, or the, the northern Section uh, of this Liga Three, Verzine are top of the table, um, having. It looks like they have they had played this match uh, ahead of time because I don't recall. I don't recall reading their results here this week. Uh, yes did i miss them i may have missed them uh they won two to one over montalegre uh, over club Desportivo montalegre and um i don't remember saying this one so i'll give it to you now bruno bernardo with the goal in the 60th gustavo mora in the in the 75th making it two nil in the 90th plus four montalegre's zach would add one to cut the lead in half so um Yes, Verzin, the big winners of the Portuguese Cup round three, are top of the table in the northern section uh, on 14 points, two vi- uh, four victories, two draws, eight goals, four, two against for a plus six. Second place belongs to Lancavila Verdez. They have 12 points, uh, two better than Anadia, who currently have 10. And in fourth place, and for now, the final spot in the promotion, to advance to the promotion section is Song Juanes with 10 points, but they are on the same number of points as fifth place Canelas. In sixth place, one back is Felgades. They have nine. Braga B in seventh with eight. Song in eighth with seven points. Paridis with five as. Uh, is Faf, also with 5 in 10th. Vitoria Guimarães B in 11th with 4. And then Montalegre in 12th with just 1 point. Zone B, or the south section, if you will, like I said, Caldas, my club, sit top of the table for now on goal difference with 12 points, 3 victories, 3 draws. They are level on points with Sporting B, but ahead on goal difference. College with a plus six goal difference, while Sporting B have a plus three. Boulinets are third right now, one point behind them with 11 points. And Amora sit in fourth with 10. And then just outside the the uh, zone to advance to the promotion playoffs, you have fifth place, Vitoria Stubal, who are also on 10th points. Uh, sixth place is Fontinez with nine, and a match in hand. Remember, if they win that match in hand, they join Caldas and Sporting B with 12 points. Alverca are seventh with eight points. Unión de Leiria, eighth with seven. Oliveira do Pital in ninth with six points. Real Massama with four in 10th place. Mon Carpacins have three as do Académica Coimbra, three. Those are the tables in this division. So top four in each section advance to a promotion playoff. And uh, how that will work is that two teams from each section will make up a group of four. And then first place from each group of four will advance to the second division. Will be promoted automatically and play in a Liga 3 championship match. National championship match at the Jamur at the end of the season. While the two second place clubs will play a promotion playoff match. Um, or perhaps, if I'm not mistaken, there may even be a promotion playoff round with the with two of the bottom teams from the Liga 2. As we get closer to that point, we're a long way from there. I will certainly clarify that. Lastly, let's look at some player stats here. Zekinia of Vitoria Stubal leads the golden boot race. He's got seven goals. Paulo Marcelo uh, of Amora has five. Gonçalo Gregorio of Union Leiria has four. And then we have a number of players with three. I'll just rifle off their names. Gustavo Mora uh, of uh, Verzin. Ruben Silvestre of Anadia. Jason Abambambula uh, of Vitoria Guimarães B. Welton of Vitoria Guimarães B. Paulit uh, of Felgadas on loan for Isturil and... Eh, Ed Mielsen, filho of Lanc villa Verdans, uh, Xavier Fernandes, and João Augusto. Uh, both of Boulinenses round that out with three goals apiece. Uh, that is the player stats. Those are the fixtures next week in Liga 3. Uh, here's what the fixtures look like. Starting Friday, Fontinhas host Boulinenses. Saturday, Vitoria Stubal host Alverca Caldas hosting Real Massama. Montalegre, hosting Vila Verdense, Monte hosting Académica, Oliveira do Hospital, hosting União Leiria em São João Ver, hosting Leaders Verzi, Sunday Vitória Guimarães, host FAF, uh, São João host Canelas, Anadia, host Praga B, Felgueiras hosting Paredes. That's going to do it for this first edition of Liga Trish English. Thank you for listening. I'm the Mr. Mike Agustin. You remember, follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. And stay tuned for the next episode of Mr. Benfica dropping real soon. Okay, I'm going to recap the Porto match and the Juventus match, which takes place Tuesday. And then following that, the next episode will be a women's match. Recapping the win over Villaverdense this past weekend, plus um, plus we'll be looking at the mat- the upcoming match against. Uh, Bayern Munich in the Women's Champions League. So there's a lot of Mr. Benfica content dropping this week. Stay tuned wherever you're listening. Make sure to like and subscribe and to share this with your friends. Give a a four-star rating wherever you can so I can get this podcast out to more and more people. Let me know what you think of Liga 3's English. Is this something you're interested in hearing? Am I taking up too much time of yours? Am I filling up your feed with stuff you don't want to hear? Let me know Uh, again at Benfica Mr. On Twitter and at Mr. Bafica on Instagram. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you next time.